0: Girl, stop talking. talking. Happy fucking Valentine's Day, bitches. (laughs) Wow, this is the most dramatic day of the year for a lot of people. You know, like if you're single, there's people that dread it. And then if you're in a relationship, people are like, oh my God, they're like freaking out. What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Like it's supposed to be this huge, big, dramatic thing. Like you only get one day to feel loved per year. I'm sorry. But if you're looking forward to Valentine's Day because of what society has brought to this day of love how they force feed chocolate and hearts and red and pink decorations down your throat and there's this like expectation for men to have to put on some huge big gigantic gesture and show to tell their woman that they love them If that's something you're really looking forward to, like it's one day of year you're looking forward to, baby girl, it is, you know, it's time to take a step back and look inward. Um, Valentine's Day has always been... A shitty day for me. And that's also kind of weird how I'm like talking shit about how people like look up to and they're like waiting for Valentine's Day. But and then there's the people that like don't like it and they're and they hate it or they don't care. Like I feel like there's really no in between. It's either like hot or cold, one or the other. And I am one of those people that has always hated it. And I feel like the reason why is because I'm low-key cursed Valentine's I am cursed for Valentine's Day so let me take you back long long ago to when I was in high school it was my freshman year of high school I think I was like 15 I was like a year younger than most people in high school because I started school a year early, not a flex. Um, I failed math and I was taking geometry as a senior in high school. So I just want to keep myself humble and let all you guys know also. Um, I started early because... My birthday is October second, and I guess back then the cutoff was like September, so they just decided to mean push decided to push me forward. Anyways, it was my sophomore year of high school. I was dating this guy. Um, probably the at the time for a while up until now, he was like one of like the most genuine, actually like nice guys that I had dated. I was always the girl in high school that like wanted a boyfriend like so desperately so bad wanted a boyfriend but like never had one. It was such a weird thing. I, I'm pretty sure I've I probably already talked about this but whatever. I remember like asking my mom or like asking Santa for Christmas being like all I want for Christmas is a boyfriend. Like I have been a hopeless romantic since I can remember. So as a child, I always looked to Valentine's Day as like this amazing like hearts in my eyes day of love where like this guy shows you how much he cares about you by buying you something nice and making you feel special. And that's something that I had always wanted. But I never had a boyfriend until I met Daniel. <laughs> Shout out, Daniel! You know who you are. I have no idea if you even listened to this, but some of you from high school will possibly know who I'm talking about. Um, we dated. I don't even know for how long we dated for. It was probably like four or five months, and I remember it was like. Anything that I had ever dreamed of as like a girl in high school finally meeting a guy who liked me and didn't like my friends because that was, I was like the duff. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Have any of you guys seen that fucking movie? If you have not seen the movie The Duff, you need to go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, In high school, I was the Duff. That I just literally had like a revelation. Um, The movie is hilarious. Duff is an acronym. It sounds for designated ugly fat friend. Sounds for stands for. (laughs) And... (laughs) okay I'm sorry I'm like got so off um my two best friends in high school were like fucking string beans like so skinny just like I feel like every guy wanted them I wasn't even fat I literally thought I was fat because my friends were so fucking skinny and then I look back at pictures and I'm like oh my god girl you literally look anorexic that's scary anyways so we we're gonna go back into the story now I finally got a boyfriend It was so cute. It was like playing, living out my high school fantasy. He would like, you know, meet, walk me to class, like meet me at my classes. We would hang out at lunch. Like we would meet up after school and hang out. Things started getting like a little more serious and like he had met my dad and things were good for a while. I actually ended up losing my virginity to this guy and I was also like the last Person I knew in sophomore year out of like all my friends and people I knew that was still a virgin. Like everybody was having sex. It was like this whole big thing. But for me, I was like, well, like I want to have a boyfriend. I don't want to just like throw it out from whatever. So we were like close enough. I ended up losing my virginity. That's that story is actually hilarious because I think I'm pretty sure. Um, I was fucked up on Xanax and I like told him to come over and he climbed through my window and he stayed the night in my room and my dad was like sleeping across the hall and he like climbed in my window and you know it ended up happening then all was good anyways moving forward wow I'm really getting off topic and we're only like six minutes in he was a really good guy he was like probably like I said one of the better boyfriends I had ever had like he wasn't like a psycho sociopath like narcissistic asshole so he was actually like a genuine like nice good guy and I remember valentine's day rolled around and we had plans we were gonna like go to Desert Ridge because that was the hot spot. And we were going to see a movie. And then I remember after the movie, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, getting annoyed with him. I really hope he doesn't listen. (laughs) Who do I care? Anyways. I was getting annoyed and I just remember thinking like I just don't know if I want to be in this relationship anymore and so my dad ended up picking us up from the movies because at that time like I wasn't old enough to drive he didn't have a car so was like one of those things it was a very awkward car ride I remember there was clearly tension like everybody in the vehicle could feel it I remember my dad even making a comment about it because of course he likes to embarrass me whenever he has the chance So we end up going back um, to my house, and I remember just telling him, like, hey, you know, like, I just don't think I want to be with you anymore. To make a really long story short, I broke up with my first real high school boyfriend on Valentine's Day, and I really feel like that was a trigger for... All of my valentine's days to come like how fucked up is that? I literally couldn't wait another like 24 to 36 hours to Tell him that I didn't want to be with him I literally ended it on valentine's day and I really didn't even have like a reason as to Why I just remember being like annoyed and okay, wait, it's coming. It's coming full circle. Do you ever like date a guy and like when you're not like as interested in them and you see them looking at you in a way where it's like, they're looking at you like they they're in love with you. And then it just like gives you the ick. <laughs> Am I okay? I don't know. This is I can not I can literally think of three situations that this has happened to me. And now that I'm like talking about it and sharing the story out loud, I think that like, no, I know that that's what happened. Like, I think that he was really falling for me. And now that I'm older and more self-aware, I do think that it was like a defense mechanism because I was actually scared of that. Even though like when I was a high schooler, like I, I didn't really have anything to be afraid of. And that's what I thought I wanted, you know? wow that's so fucking crazy thanks guys for giving me this revelation giving me the platform to figure it out just work out my therapy like while I'm talking to myself in my room it's fine so that's, it's crazy because even after I did that I remember he wanted to like see me one more time and like give me um a couple of things that he had like, he'd, like, written me a letter and, like, drew this picture for me and, like, gave me this jacket that I really liked of his. And it ended up being fine and we were still friendly after that. Honestly, that takes a good-ass fucking man to have his ego blown up like that. Granted, it wasn't in front of anyone, but still, like, ego blown up and then to still, like, want to be cordial and be a decent human being. I applaud you. That moment, I truly feel like forever cursed me. Since I had recently, after that Valentine's Day, lost my virginity, I ended up being a hoe. And being like, oh, this is fun. I wonder how fun it could be with like different people. You know, you go through that hoe phase. I think that's normal for everyone, unless you're like bound by a religion or really strict parents. Nope, that's a lie. Even if you have strict parents, you find a way to fuck. Yes, Emma, I'm talking about you. (laughs) Really throwing it back to the high school days. I don't know how many of you from high school listened to the show. I'm gonna reminisce in this time for a little bit. We're gonna fast forward to junior year. Started hanging out with other people. My like low-key party gang friends, they used to call themselves the OSK. And it was like a bunch of people that literally would like hang out and party together. They called themselves a gang Um, but I don't ever actually remember them like fighting or like stabbing people. However, they would throw parties at people's houses and then come back later and rob the house. So I do remember that happening. One of the guys that was in this party gang of ours. Um, We definitely had like an attraction for each other. Although it was really weird because I always felt like he was super, super shy around me. Um, But I knew he liked me. We decided to date. He was also like super nice to me. Well, just kidding. We'll put that on pause for a second. Let's table that. I thought he was super nice to me. We're going to fast forward to Valentine's Day again. This is like the year later. Valentine's Day comes around. I remember I was like so nervous to hang out with him alone because I felt like things were so so awkward and we never really had like real conversation I don't know it was almost like he was like afraid to like have a conversation with me is what it felt like so I think I were I ditched him on Valentine's Day to smoke weed with my two high school besties and then go to Burger King High and order off the menu and I'm pretty sure we like just like sat there for 2 hours like laughing at like the look of our cheeseburgers something stupid he ended up cheating on me with some other really trashy girl and the way I found out was he showed up to my apartment complex pool with hickeys all over his neck. I ended up basically giving it back to him and being like, fuck you, we're done. Pretty sure I stopped dating after that for a while. I really felt like I had to give you guys like some backstory on like my horrible Valentine's Day experiences because um, this is the reason why I've never liked it. I never liked it because I I put so much pressure on something that I thought it should be and I think I felt like no one like loved me enough to like do those little things for me obviously as I've grown I've realized that it's like not about this one day how people treat you even if they treated you like shit on that day it's not about that day it's about all the days and feeling loved within all of those days, not just this one day a year. And then I'm going to tell you a story I haven't talked about, and I want to talk about how I met my current boyfriend, which I love telling this story because I'm like, I'm like so fucking bougie. This is like a scene from Pretty Woman, except for like, I'm not a whore. I ended up meeting my boyfriend on his boat, Um, I had a friend through a friend, so one of his friends reached out to one of my friends and um, was like, hey, you should come out on my friend's bow, and she hit up her friends, which I was one of them and was like, Hey, you guys want to go on a boat this weekend? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down. Like, I'll see you at your house. I'll be there at like 6am, 7am. And I'm like ready to go. So I go meet up with my girlfriend. We had a couple other people that were supposed to come with us and they ended up bailing. We literally took an Uber from Milav to Lake Pleasant. It was an $85 Uber just to get there. Because we knew we were going to get fucked up that day. So we drive all the way there in our Uber. And we're like halfway there. And my friend's sitting here like, here I thought she like knew the guy who invited her on the boat. And then she's like, oh no, I don't know him, but he's ship fam. (laughs) I'm like, what? Excuse me? What do you mean he's ship fam? She's like, oh, yeah. Well, like, we we both were on holy ship and, like, we didn't know each other. But, like, you're, he's ship fam. So, it's fine. He's cool. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Literally love this friend, but she's not known or she is known for not for hanging out with people that like aren't the best. Um I was a little nervous. We get to the lake and we're meeting up with this friend and he's like in an RV. So we like walk into this RV and I just remember like walking in and I was like, oh damn, I'm like, who's this guy? He's like tan, tatted, nice body. And he just had this like huge smile on his face. So we end up like all g- like introducing ourselves, whatever, getting on the boat, me and my friend stuff, we got like fucking wasted and We ended up having some like boat issues and like some rope got stuck around the prop or something. So like we couldn't move until like we got it like fixed. Basically, we spent some time doing that. I like had like a gray area where like things got a little fuzzy and I don't really remember like the conversations, but like I remember most of the day we were like hanging out and I'm like, okay, he's cute and I'm kind of like feeling the vibe. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my move and like flirt a little bit. And we started flirting, like I wanted to make it clear that I was interested. I'm pretty sure I tried to like push him in the water cause I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be silly and funny and try and like get him in the water. And that like completely failed and I got like full force pulled in and straight into the water. Anyways, we were driving back on the boat. I remember like the sun was setting, like the music was playing, the sun was setting and he was kind of like standing up driving the boat and like slowly inching his fingers next to my fingers and I was like watching this happen like okay is he gonna try and hold my hand like that's cute and then he did and he like grabbed my hand and I was like oh how cute and we're like holding hands and then he sat down and he's still driving and I just remember thinking I'm like damn this is so hot (laughs) we're like driving his boat and like into the sunset I'm like oh my god like this is so hot I'm like getting turned on so I went and I sat on his lap we ended up getting the boat back to the marina and going back into the RV and my one friend was talking to his friend and we were just like sitting in the kitchen hanging out drinking and he like walked this is my boyfriend so he walked back into the RV and he was like in the back like where the bed was and like you know when you're drunk and you have those like me to me moments where you're like talking to yourself in your head and I was sitting there thinking to myself like should I do it? should I go in there and like throw him down on the bed and like make a move for real? Like more than just holding hands and like sitting there, like, do I do it? No, don't do it. Like, that's too much. Like, you don't need to do that. What are you going to do? You're going to try and fuck this guy right now. Like everybody's in here. And then I'm like, no, fuck it. (laughs) So I walk back into where he's at. He's like changing, like putting a clean shirt on or something. I like shut the door and he turns around. He's like, what are you doing? Literally push him on the bed, get on top of him, straddle him. I like start making out with him. We're like making out. It's like getting hot. It's heated. And then I like slowly like run my hand, like down his body, like over his dick. And I'm like rubbing his dick while I'm making out with him. This is the first time we met, okay? Can I just reiterate that? And then I had the audacity to look at him and be like, do you have a condom? (laughs) Oh my god, I'm screaming. And he looked at me like kind of confused like, what, um, what, no. And then at that point, like once I heard like that sign of rejection, I was like, okay well there's no point to do this anymore I literally stood up and like walked out and I was like okay Steph like we need to call a cab it's time to go (laughs) so I bring this up because this is how our relationship started so if I can give any of you guys a tip you really really have to leave them wanting more like you're gonna go like 92% of the way and then you're gonna hold back that eight and you're just gonna dip out this was not intentional for me to do this. I was actually seeing another guy at the time um, who I thought I was going to date. He ended up being really boring. And actually, if you go back and listen to... My um, very first episode, which is super cringy, don't recommend it. Um, I actually talked about that experience. I told the story on how we met because I feel like I want to give you the full picture. And this was like the start of our relationship. Me and my boyfriend, we weren't together at the time. We decided like we wanted to have fun. There was no expectations, no labels. I met him in August We saw each other maybe like every other week, starting like November, started hanging out a little more. And then he started doing the same thing. He started giving me these eyes like he was in love with me. And I vividly remember this. We went to decadence together and he would just give me these long stares. And I remember, I remember, I think I even asked him, I was like, why are you looking at me like that? And I don't—I can't remember what he said. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, you're just so pretty. Like something like that. And I just remember it. it Like, freaked me out—the fact that I felt like he was staring at me, like, like he loved me. Um, Well, I was right because the day after decadence, he literally dropped the L bomb. And told me that he loved me, and I was seriously so shook that I stopped having sex with him for two months. (laughs) Just kidding. I think it was like a month. I literally scared me so much that I like stopped having sex with him. But then I like told him I still wanted to see him and hang out with him. And then I like went up to his house and slept in like his guest house. I didn't even like sleep in the same bed because I didn't want him to try to have sex with me because he loved me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like we didn't talk about like falling in love. Like this was supposed to be no expectations, no labels. Like I didn't sign up to be fallen in love with like that's not what I wanted I'm still working through my trauma okay but he was very persistent he kept pursuing and he wanted to take me out for Valentine's Day so this is really what ties the whole story together I even told him I was like you know Valentine's Day is not really my thing kind of gave have given up on that I don't really want it's not like really something that I want to do and he just kept pushing and pushing like no like let's go out I want to take you out to dinner like let me just take you out like I bought something for you and I'm like okay fine we can do dinner you can pick me up from my house but you can't stay the night that was the agreement you can pick me up you can wine and dine me you can take me to dinner you can drop me off But you can't stay the night. So he picks me up. We end up going on our date. We went to this really nice place in Scottsdale. I remember before I got in the car, was it before or after? I got in the car and I remember seeing a bag. He packed a bag as if he thought I was gonna let him stay the night. And I don't know if he knows that I know this. I'm not sure if I actually like told him this part that I knew like what he was doing. But that made me even more upset. I was like, wow, why would he pack a bag when I literally made it so clear that like we're not like doing like the coupley Valentine's Day thing together? Like, we're not gonna stay over. I don't want you to like try to have sex with me. Like at that point, I don't even know if we I was still having sex with him. I was that that might have been still during the time where I was like no, I'm not. I like cut off all the poo -poo nanny. It was done because he told me he loved me. And I was like, Oh, nope. Can't do that. Can't do love. Mm -mm, Why would I do that? That's scary. Can't. We had an amazing dinner. And I remember sitting there being like, wow, I have never had a Valentine's day like this. Like he showed up, he picked me up, he got me gifts. He's making me feel loved, special. Um, we went on this amazing date we ended up going back to my house and like talking for like a couple hours and we were kind of talking about like the situation and like why I had like stopped having sex with him and why I didn't want him spending the night and I vividly remember him being like verbatim don't you want to be more than the girl that I'm fucking and I looked at him dead in the face and I told him I wish I was just the girl that you were fucking And in my mind, I'm like, why do you have to go and say you loved me? Like, why do you have to fuck around and fall in love? Like, you've made this so much more difficult for me. Like, no, I can't do this. I remember he was just like blown away. So I ended up just sending him home on his way. And then once he left, I sat in my bed and cried myself to sleep. Um like hysterically cried myself to sleep. The next morning I woke up and I had like a puffy face, you know. And um so really I guess like the the point this 30 minutes of me talking about my horrible Valentine's Day experiences, I don't really know what they stem from. I do believe that in the beginning I was being punished. Like you break up with someone on Valentine's Day, you have bad luck for 7 years and then at the point that I met my boyfriend, I feel like I was so afraid of something real, which had to do with like a complete different relationship that I haven't even gotten into with you guys yet, that I just was trying to push it away. So now I'm I'm, this is my third Valentine's Day with my current boyfriend. The first one did not go as planned, which we can both laugh at now. I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if your boyfriend is a piece of shit or the love of your life when it comes to Valentine's Day because it's literally just a day that is so over. I don't think dramatized is a word, but that's the one I want to say. It's like so dramatic and people make it this huge thing to try and flex. Like, I'm so loved. Oh my God, look at me. Look at this, which I literally just did um, today on my Instagram. (laughs) Wow. Okay. It really doesn't matter. What does matter is how people make you feel every single day of your life, whether it's your girlfriends who love you or a man. Don't put too much pressure on the one day. Just be around people that make you feel good about yourself and love. This episode, I don't even know if anyone's gonna like it or listen to the whole fucking thing, to be honest. I felt like I was off to a good start and now I'm kind of bored with myself, so we'll just count this episode as like a get-to-know-me Valentine's drama episode. I wanted to like bring you guys like some tips and tricks of things you could can and can't do or should and shouldn't do for Valentine's Day, but this is dropping like literally on the day, so I can't do that. Um, if you're still looking for a gift for your man and you're listening to this in the morning, literally just find a way to fuck him differently than you have before that's it men are so simple buy a new piece of lingerie and put on a fucking wig and pretend like you're another bitch (laughs) role play it out for real I have been like prepping my man for this Valentine's Day I did um a calendar shoot for him for his Christmas present and I used those photos and this week well last weekend I hid them around the house in only places that he would find them and um, so I've been kind of like prepping him for you know little pieces of me saying hello while I'm not around but I'm hoping next Valentine's Day I can have my shit together and give you guys a little more, like, tips and tricks. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm really going to try and drop some bonus episodes here and there. Other than that, uh, you'll hear from me on Instagram and in another two weeks. Are you still talking? Mm-hmm. Girl, stop talking.